Alright, welcome to episode number 8 of Death Metal Dukes! The sickening, because I'm sick, and what we're going to talk about, it's really fucking sick. <laughs> oh god! I feel like an old, musty, worn out dog gulch. God damn it. Gulch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking sick, man, and we're going to do this thing anyway. We're talking about bestiality tonight, buddy, mm. and more specifically, death and murder involving bestiality. I can't wait. I'm excited. You've been chopping at the bit. I've been, man, all week, just... Let me say first, I don't like horses at all. No, not at all. He doesn't. It's a car with teeth. <laughs> they have people teeth. It's a motorcycle with teeth. It makes me uncomfortable. Ugh. Why do their mouths move like that? Hey. They got the they got the lips around the human teeth, and the the lips reach. Who else's lips reach for things? <laughs> I hate them, man. And we're gonna talk about these stupid creatures. We're gonna talk about dogs. We're gonna talk about all types of shit. The erotic world of sexing up animals. Welcome to Death Metal Dicks. We'll take you first to Ireland. October 7th, 2008. 43-year-old mother of four is brought to the hospital. She's suffering from anaphylaxis, which is a severe allergic reaction. You probably heard of anaphylactic shock. Yep. She's entered this state because she's allergic to... Anaphylactic cock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, German Shepherd cum. Wow. <laughs> she met a man named Sean McDonald on a bestiality message board. He's got a German Shepherd that's been pounding women for a few years. Experienced. So they link up. German Shepherd busts <laughs> one in there. Guess what? She dies. That's great. He becomes the first man in the modern world to be charged with the crime of buggery. Buggery? <laughs> That's some British ass shit. It's Ireland, dude. He gets Same uh, Hey, me boy. We hear you took your shepherd around the way and had her fuck some old lassie. Now you'll be facing a charge of buggery. <laughs> that actually could have carried a life sentence when he had been convicted. Oh, God. Well, the court made the right decision. They looked at the chat logs and decided that the dog and the man were both consensual in the act. What the fuck? Yeah, pounded to death by a oh. dog. Not pounded, but like, skeeted. Oh, yeah, the cum killed her. Yeah. How do you... <laughs> you know, you go to the doctor, and like you're allergic to the fucking air and the hay and shit like that. Apples, yeah. and they poke you in the back with all those needles, and they rub stuff into it. When does a dog cum one come up? Never. But you know what would be real cool is if she would find out earlier and she had like a cowboy holster for guns but they had EpiPens in them. <laughs> She's fucking slamming it in her fucking legs. Great day. Ah. Bring the pain. Choo choo. <laughs> Just fill me up. Fuck. I'll take three quarts of your finest unleaded. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, how much do you think a dog comes? A lot. Yeah? A lot, dude. You think so? More than a man? Nope. <laughs> you come a lot. I come a lot. Big loads. No, because I beat it way too much. You think that it determines the size the more you hold on to it? I think so. I would think. I don't know. I don't I'm know either. I never held on to it. Yeah. So. You look at them, but you feel the weight in like the toilet paper. Well, I don't know if I'm like, <laughs> or wherever you jerk if I'm like on a journey with a, a group of dudes, I'm not jerking. 
I can't jerk. It's hard to do in a gas station. So you hold it up for a few days. Like three days, and then, you, you know, sometimes one. you're holding the toilet paper, trying yeah. to get the load on there, but sure. it shoots over the toilet paper. Oh, yeah. It's a rough day. Classic mess. At your house, it's a rough day. At anybody else's house, it's their rough day. Yeah, I don't mind. If it's uh, my come at my house, no problem. But if it's my come at your house. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem for me, buddy. I hope that hasn't happened recently. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll move on to Centerton, Arkansas, close to home, pal. Wow. That's going to be April 25th, 2017. This very year, if you're local, you may remember a lady got charged with firing off four shots at a 14-year-old. She was charged with aggravated assault the day after the crime happened. She tells police the reason she shot at the kid was because this was the third time she caught the kid raping their neighbor's dog. God damn. The kid assured the police that it was consensual sex and she had no right to be firing at him. What the fuck is wrong with this earth? Yeah, how do you find out you're into fucking dogs at 14 and someone else's dog at that? Get your own goddamn dog. Creeping around yard to yard, picking on pups. (laughs) Picking in pups. You gotta let that dog alone, man. God, dude, I don't know, man. Do you remember when we were at a... A place at a point in time that involved a young lady where she tried to coerce us to hang out with her at or uh, wherever. And we told her that she could come back to your place and let Fedor fuck the dog. Let her just fuck old Fedor, man. Oh, yeah. She just got into it. She was, yeah, she was. She didn't do it. I hey, know. speaking of dog sex, the first time my wife ever came over to my house. <laughs> Ugh. We <laughs> no 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 no. So, first time my wife came over to the house, we let Fedor, my older boxer, out. We were walking him around, and he shit out a condom. Yeah, he did. That's a great way to impress the ladies. Actually, like a couple days before that, I've been house sitting for you guys because uh-huh. you guys were in Florida, and uh, he was still a pup. We had to lock everything up, lock him in the bathroom because he would get so wild. But guess what he would do in the bathroom? He'd crack every drawer open and eat everything. Eat razors. He ate razors and shit them out. <laughs> Oleg! It's Oleg Takarov <laughs> from the UFC. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Alright, so we're going to keep the old bestiality train rolling along. You know, believe it or not, the internet doesn't offer too many deaths related to bestiality. No. This is a doozy. This is the creme de la creme. Certainly, <laughs> if you've been around on the internet at all, you're familiar with Mr. Hands. Mm-hmm. Cat's familiar with it. <laughs> <laughs> she heard that someone died from getting fucked by an animal and wanted to talk up. Maybe she was a victim. Perhaps. Perhaps not. She's only got three legs. Not much of a defense there. You can hold three cat claws, then. Yeah, man. You gotta tuck one between your legs. <laughs> yeah, man. The back one. <laughs> you definitely won't hear about a lot of people fucking cats. That's a hard thing to get a hold of. Oh, yeah. Claws and jaws. That's rough. Lots of squiggling and wiggling. (laughs) Man. Well, Mr. Hands, if you've ever checked the internet out, you've certainly heard of this. We're going to bring you the terrifying tale of a man that was pounded to death by an equine. Is that how you say horse, dude? Equine or equestrian? Equestrian? I don't know, man. Equine. Fucking fancy with French terms. Yeah, we live in like one of the biggest racetrack towns of all time. Yep. So surely we know what is the line with a quine. What is the chances that we have shaken 
hands with or been in the same room with somebody who has fucked a horse. Man, there is absolutely no <laughs> way that we have not been around at least <laughs> 10 people in Hot Springs, Arkansas that have been intimate with a horse. For when there's a racetrack for two, it's Arkansas. Somebody uh, has fucked something. Beautiful horses. Top of the line. Thoroughbred racing horses. Horses mm. that can run a mile in a minute. Fast. Fast, beautiful horses. <laughs> Jockeys, little men, little tiny men riding giant, powerful horses. There's so much cum involved in this. Saddle up. Bareback. Oh, God. Busting Bronco. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. So, Kenneth Pinion, a.k.a. Mr. Hands, he is a 50-year-old Boeing engineer. First took the media spotlight when he was dropped off by a friend at a hospital in upstate Washington where bestiality is perfectly legal. In the hospital, he ends up dying of a perforated colon because a horse by the name of Mr. Berg, Dirk, <laughs> fucked him to death. Now, Kenneth had suffered a motorcycle accident and lost a lot of the feeling in his lower extremities. Probably couldn't connect the pain to, to the, the parade. He's <laughs> what we like to call... Retarded. <laughs> Lots of retards in this shit. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be signing up to fuck a horse. Everything is not together. Signing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that horse is going to need a waiver. Horses <laughs> believe in consent first and foremost, and they're going to want it in writing. This is such a weird subject. I love it, though. I love everybody. Yeah. How many videos did you watch this week? I'm not going to lie, dude. Like, upwards of 10. Upwards of 10. Ten all, different ones? All the way through. It's a lot of dogs. It's all dogs and horses. It's all dogs and horses. Dogs and horses. I got real excited because there was like a picture of a girl s- sitting down next to a gorilla, and I was like, man, this is going oh. to be awesome, but it just never happened. There was no... There Dude, was I know for a 100% fact that Jane Goodall for sure fucked gorillas. Who the hell is that? Jane Goodall? Dude, she was the gorilla lady. She, like, went and lived. She's like the grizzly men of gorillas, okay. but she never got killed. She Animal like, Planet. She's on Animal Planet. Yeah, I yeah. Got, yeah, yeah she's yeah. got the fucking like, Cornelius haircut and everything. She went down, lived with the gorillas, taught them language, learned with them, grew with them. There's no way a big old gorilla is accepting of some goofy-ass lady unless they're pounding. Hmm. <laughs> you know, they just I just want to watch that, man. That's grab a, that banana. And, nothing sexual, man. Nothing sexual. I just want to see that shit in real life. I want to see. I don't, I don't want to see it on camera. I want to see it. <laughs> I want watch. to go to Little Rock Zoo. I want to watch this gorilla learn sign language. Oh. The only way. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) She fucked that fucking gorilla, dude. What's that fucking uh, Mighty Joe Young? Is that that gorilla? (laughs) That's the fucking gorilla that's all like, I love you. It's fucking because it loves to fuck. It wants to get down to business. Gorilla pussy gets old as hell. And she fucking got stuffed by gorillas. She lived with gorillas for years. They loved her. They trusted her. They fucking took her in as one of their own and if you're one of their own that's a horny animal what is the website where you, you people check out your business and they apply for it is it monster.com yeah that's one of them okay 
So what we're gonna do, what we're gonna do is anybody out there that wants to be cast and crew of Mighty Joe Bung, <laughs> <laughs> fill out the application. Monster.com. Yeah, we'll throw up an app for Mighty Joe Bung. We're taking <laughs> all covers, literally. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Mr. Hands finishing it out. He Kenneth. Uh, he was in a motorcycle accident. His brain went dumb and his body went numb. He began to use fists and dildos, and once those couldn't satisfy his gaping hole, he found this group of dudes who were in, I think it was Eusence, Washington. I wrote it down, but I can't read what I wrote. And who gives a shit? Because it's a terrible fucking town. Don't go there. They're all about horse culture. Everyone there loves horses. Several people said the only line between the normal horse lover of the town and this guy was the actual fucking... People love horses there, and that's weird in itself. If you're going to be obsessed with something in this world, don't let it be a goddamn horse. For sure. They're gross. I mean, like, be that creepy fucker that still collects pogs. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, a pog's way better than a horse. <laughs> Slammers can only stretch you out so far. Slammers. That they don't have lips that reach for things. You know what I pick shit up with? My fucking fingers, all right? Yeah. That's what God intended. I know they got hooves. But you can use your teeth. But just watch it. You start, your mouth's starting to do it. You're just fucking reaching for it, man. It's terrible. Uh, they made a documentary. <laughs> they made a documentary about this incident called Zoo. You have to watch it. Me just, and Buddy just watched it. We just it. watched it. There's, it's, it is a master fucking piece. It's beautiful. Let me tell you what happens in the movie. This guy's parents are talking about how they love their son. They're proud of him. He's a Boeing engineer. He's got lots of money. He's building a $144,000 ranch. They're starting construction. He's starting to make payments. Of course, he's building that ranch to house horses. He tells his parents that he's going to move up there. His mom asks him if it's a bestiality thing. <laughs> he answers yes. Man, you, your parents know you pretty well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the guy's wearing a fucking, like, pork pie hat <laughs> and wingtip shoes. That is yeah. the outfit of a guy that fucks yeah. horses. Yeah, for sure. For you sure. just take one look at this guy and you know what he's up to. Some fucking slim fit khakis. He's got a big old gulch. A big, slippery, smelly, loose gulch. We may not have started out that way. But you know, it ended up that way, I'll tell you that much. You know, the very few times the boy probably went out in public, he made sure that his butthole didn't sound like the ocean, sort of like a seashell. So he stopped at the auto zone and put a whole bunch of fix-a-flat up his ass to fix it, you know. So it wasn't, nobody was alarmed by the sound of, you know, the Pacific Beach. I, dude, Pacific I thought it was like a hollow noise. It was probably just like a... <laughs> The dog's lapping up water. God, I hate this so much. <laughs> I love it. So the movie it. Zoo, you get these guys, they're making a film. Uh, they get the footage of Mr. Hands, and what do they do with it, buddy? Watch it! With the parents! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They make his mom and dad watch this guy get fucked to death by a horse. And I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, you know, like I had to go back and watch it before we started this, man. And there's a, I mean, you see a huge horse rod come into the picture. And, you know, oh, it's tremendous. And a, and, and, you know, I mean, the horse's name is Mr. <laughs> Big Dick. But like, here's the thing that that's baffling. There's there's three there's three, you know, what would we call them? Actors? Yeah. Are they acting or not acting? No, they're not acting. That's the real people. There's 
they do like a reenactment type thing, but the people that are doing that are like are the people from the story. Well, Everyone that's involved. It's a guy complaining that the fucking FBI swooped in and the fucking news came, and he's like, "Oh, you know, we get all this media attention because of an accidental death. There's accidental deaths every day in America. Yeah, but not from being fucked to death by a horse on accident. No, no, that is the only happened one time. There's, there's so many baffling things. I mean, other than of course the guy getting fucked by a horse, but like. First thing you kind of notice is, oh, there's another guy. He's got clothes on, but this guy doesn't. And so what he does is he he's the he's the helper. He sort of taps the guy's back to get the horse to come up. And that doesn't work out. He grabs his paws yeah. and puts them up on the fence. And then helps the cock go into the butt. Yes. And then another thing I notice is Mr. Hand's ball sack, what I thought looked like a you know those little cheap one dollar squishy balls with the fuzzy things on the end of like them? Like a koosh? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Chris, I did show Chris, and I was like, just tell me what this is. And he said they're piercings, <laughs> mm-hmm. which made me feel a lot better. Yeah, he's got a, he's not feeling a lot down there. He's yeah. got to torture himself. So yeah, of course he, has got like a mohawk in his balls, like a piercing. Just watch Mr. Hands. It's yeah, important. Man. If you haven't watched Mr. Hands, you're a fucking idiot. I mean, it sounds like somebody dipping a fucking summer sausage inside of like halfway frozen tar it has a oh yeah it's it, it comes out yeah it oh, comes yeah. real far out oh man it looks like with those uh, water toys you hold when you're a kid and they, yeah. one from, like, they just kind of move around back and forth something that you could probably definitely have or when you with. saw your janitor trying to fucking peel the gum from the bottom of school desks yeah very similar my favorite part of this and probably any documentary I've ever seen in my entire life is close to the end, he's talking about how the sheriffs made him get rid of all of his livestock. So they made it illegal for bestiality, like right away. There was a unanimous vote from the Senate. This It was legal, and then as a result of this fucking circus, no pun intended, they, they made it illegal. You can't fuck animals anymore. No. And they know that this guy has got like a retreat. Like his whole farm is set up so you can come through and fuck animals. That's the whole gist of the whole project, the experiment he's got going on. It's this pack of like 10 dudes, and they're all in the just getting hammered by horses, and then they play with each other's big old gaped holes afterwards on video. Thousands of people are paying thousands of dollars to watch. It's a lucrative enterprise. And they shut him down. So the sheriff's department make him get rid of all his livestock. He's got to give it all up. And these people that were sent to him through the sheriff's department come to pick up their horses the lady that the sheriff's department was going to give the horse to the guy doesn't like her he's talking real bad about her saying she doesn't know how to handle a horse which she probably does she probably just doesn't know how to handle a horse oh yeah because it's a lot to handle mr big dirt is packing (laughs) one on dude that's a lot let me tell you man horse sticks are huge but this horse thing yeah it's extra hence the name it's not mr pretty horse or beautiful or sunshine or ray beam or moonstar yeah, I mean, like, this di- this dick on this horse is so big that if a horse was laying on its back inside of a inside of the fire department, and they decided they need to slide down the pole, you took the pole down, put the horse dick up, they could slide down the horse dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a big dick. Yeah, you can say the community <laughs> based on the size of this fucking dingus. Woo! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, she's talking about the guy on the farm. The guy on the farm's talking about her. Then they both say that his friend pulls up in a truck, and his friend has got a bill of sale for the horse, and the only conditions were that he had to get rid of his livestock. So his friend is buying the horse, Mr. Big Dick, that fucked Mr. Hands to death. A lot of misters out here. 
She says she's okay with it because all of a sudden, a pony trots up <laughs> out of nowhere and starts, quote, giving a blowjob to Mr. Big Dick. <laughs> a pony. And that's old Tony the Blowjob Pony. Oh, fucking trotting ass pony, dude. Just imagine him reaching for that fucking slugger with his lips. <laughs> Just fucking, just fucking sucking it, dude. You can train a pony to suck meat. Listen, man, you can train a pony to do that. Man, you ain't got no excuse for training your goddamn dog not to come in my yard. That's shit. Yeah, so the dude that owned the farm went to prison for three years. Not because he lost his court case. They just held him the entire time. He couldn't afford bail. Classic American sob story. You can't get out of jail. You're stuck in jail for three years. You probably should have been. Your fucking friend got fucked to death by a horse on your property. Sure, it's totally legal to have sex with an animal in Washington at the time, but if you're fucking rolling around in pork pie hats and wingtip shoes advertising to the community that you guys are stuffing fucking animals, you're going to prison. That's the bottom line. And the biggest regret from the whole thing... They're just pissed off that this guy ruined the sweet shit they had going. Well, you know, the thing, the other thing, too, is he's talking about how he was, like, thinking about killing himself yeah, while he was in prison. should have. If he would have hung himself, uh-huh. he, he would have been, been like Mr. Bird Dick. <laughs> he would have been the first fucking prison tire swing. Because that boy's butthole was probably stretched out like everybody else's <laughs> did. <laughs> so what you're saying is, if he hung himself, the other inmates would just fucking start kick their, feet over, first. kick their feet over the side and just fucking, woo! <laughs> Push me! Need <laughs> <laughs> to ride on the swing. Uh, damn it. Yeah, I mean, so they've the whole they badmouth the guy, the Boeing executive. He had a lot of money, so he got to come along. They're basically saying he's an amateur. He didn't love animals like they loved animals. That he just wanted to get pounded in the ass by giant cocks. They talk about taking dolphin dicks, which are supposedly tremendous. Dolphin dicks. Dolphin dicks. They're supposedly I'm missing that part. gigantic. You, you, what did you think the dolphins were swimming around for? To fucking hang out with deaf kids. That's what <laughs> Dude, deaf kids love dolphins. Dude, they fucking do, man. They got some type of, like, communication going on. Yeah, so what if they're just waggling their dick at them? Bonar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's it. That's a wrap. The old Washington horse fucking community got broke up by Mr. Han's dumbass. And now... We're going to go off to the Peace de la Resistance. We're going to dig into the meat of something. We're going to talk about a guy who kidnapped. Basically, if you've seen the movie Saw, how they wake up in a room, and they're all bound and gagged up, Mm -hmm. and then they hear instructions coming through the walls on what they have to do to get out. It's all based on our friend, the toy box killer, David Parker Ray, which is a hell of a name for serial killing. DPR. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you got three names, you're going to end up in some fucking fuckery. Ugh. This guy Ugh. <laughs> was as sick as it gets. We'll probably do a whole episode on this guy at some point, but uh, I thought it would be important to include him into Death by Bestiality because A, there's not a lot of it floating around out there. Nope. B, it's. A tremendous tale of goofy guts. 
Goofy. <laughs> Fucking good. Goofy goods. <laughs> All right, man. David Parker Ray, a.k.a. the Toy Box Killer, was born November 6, 1939. He lived with his grandpa. He still was in contact with his dad, though, who came by just to kick the shit out of him every once in a while, which is always, of course, the way to really grease the squeaky wheels of mass murder. He started drinking at age 12, dabbling in drugs at age 14, and that's when he started using his fantasy world of violent sexual contact, rape, and torture to escape his problems. That is documented by his sister, who claims she found a giant diary full of drawings of him showing women in sexually prone positions, tied up, gag, chains, whips, leather, and also some hardcore bondage pornography that he had possession of. Maybe they were just fuck. It was fan art of Judas fucking Priest. I wish, man. I love <laughs> Judas Priest. I did too, man. And it's always so funny to me to think about back in the day. You just had dudes riding motorcycles, and they would fucking hear Judas Priest and take a look at Rob Halford and be like, "Man, that guy is tough." And he was. He was definitely very tough. Except when he fucking rolled into town. And kick those saloon doors open. He wasn't just smacking people around and doing Patrick Swayze style wrist locks and jump kicks. He was pounding fucking holes. That boy was taping your shit to the counter of the bar. Just fucking telling you, stand wide. Stand wide. And then here comes the glide. Rob Halford would come to your town. Rock your fucking dick off. Like a hurricane. <laughs> Suck your fucking dick off. Damn. And then just pound you. Would you let Rob Alfred fuck you? No. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling a lot of times you didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> nope. This is not consensual. No, that's a terrible thing to say about Rob Alfred. No, he's sure a great guy. Every gentle guy. He definitely is. He's a fucking hero of the LGB community and uh, my hero LGBTQ. too. LGBTQ. Uh, yeah, you're right. I don't right. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Yeah. Right. yeah. Excuse me, friend. Yeah. <laughs> so the only time I'm going to be a PC. All right. <laughs> you fucking acronym that as gay as the entire concoction is. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had to, man. That's the way you got to do it. Uh, we decided earlier that my strip or my drag name would be Fruit Sugar. Fruit Sugar. Because we were drinking this uh, concoction where we took. I know you bore that. We took. Uh, can you pour me up one way? Yeah, brother. We took. It's in the picture. Yeah, we, we got a coconut milk. Pineapple juice, spiced rum, and then the uh, orange Monster Energy wake-up drink that's got the orange taste to it and just uh, whipped it all up in the blender. And I was telling Buddy it works out good for me because I'm on the no-carb diet, as you guys know. I'm doing the whole fucking melt-your-fat-off-with-ketogenic situation. And uh, Buddy's like, whoa, sugar in the fruit. And I'm like, nah, man, it's fucking fruit sugar. And that's my drag name. That's a great point of contention for a podcast about fucking animals. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. We named this drink Horse Cum. Horse Cum. <laughs> Just look at it. It's delicious. Cheers, guys. Mm. So good. So good. Horse Cum. So my man, David Parker Ray, of course, next step after getting beat up by his dad, after drinking 
drugging, trying to get away from everything. He ends up joining the army. Surprise! No serial killer has ever done that before. That's definitely not the ingredient in murdering hundreds of people, allegedly. He was a general mechanic. He got out and he was hired as a janitor for New Mexico Parks and Recreation, which I think was a federal government job because right. it's uh, parks and national park type of scenario. Uh, he lived in Elephant Butte. Elephant butt, New Mexico. <laughs> of course. I love the word. But that's going to fit in so well to the song we have picked out for this episode, which is Torso Fuck. Rinse by elephants. Elephant butt, New Mexico. Seven miles away from truth and consequences. Now, he had been up to the bullshit for a long, long, long time. <laughs> he was only implicated for three deaths because that's the only things that they could find any sort of remains from. One of the uh, girls that he had raped and tortured, I th- I'm kind of going out of turn, so let me skip that first part. Basically, there were some living witnesses, all right? That's the only three things he got charged with. It's thought that he's probably killed upwards of 60. The reason that that is is he kept a detailed diary that showed the names, age, and time that every person that he had kidnapped had been kept within his quote-unquote toy box, is what he called his torture cell. Now, he's out in the middle of the desert in New Mexico, and he has built himself what's basically a truck trailer with no windows, and he's decked it top to bottom with... Top-of-the-line torture gear. He's got syringes, splattles, scalpels, tongs, hooskerdoos, hooskerdotes. <laughs> He's got a fucking gynecological table with the things that spread the legs. He's got the things that spread you open here. He's got all the spreadies and pokies and stabbies and the zigzags and the silky woogies. God damn it. He is doing it to you. Whatever he can think of, it's all going down. And his M.O., as he goes to this tavern, gets you a little bit tipsy on the whoop juice, slips a little something Cosby style in there, and and you wake up in a trailer, and you're tied up, you're bound, and he plays a tape for you. And it's a tape that explains how you're going to be tortured, and the way he worked his way into this is that one of those torturings just so happened to be a party that he would throw with his friends about fucking dogs. And it just so turns out, because we know that you guys love to be as disgusting as we love to be, I've got the entire transcript of the tape that he played for every single one of his victims right here. So, if you've come this far, we gave you no warning yet about... uh, Hanging out with us, being disgusting, unlawful folks. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of something. This is great for podcasting, buddy. Uh, Live video, I'm trying to plug my phone into charge so it doesn't be real great if your phone dies. Yeah, you're right, it's going (laughs) to fuck the whole operation up. Uh, And, alright. Again, we don't edit the podcast, so we just fucked an entire few minutes up. I was on a roll, but it's not your fault. We're doing it. Just click on the X up there. Technical difficulties, let me watch you pee. Alright, so warning. Now, this far we've talked about dog cum, horse cum, fucking horses, fucking dogs, people fuck snakes, people fucked everything that walks, drank the cum from it. Someone died from an allergic reaction to German Shepherd cum. This is way worse than all that, alright? So if you're sensitive, 
Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Go Get the now. fuck out right now, because we're going to talk about rape, torture, and animal fucking. That's one thing EpiPens ain't going to save you from. <laughs> Honestly, leave now, because if you're sensitive, this isn't for you. This is the transcription of the tape that the toy box killer played for his victim. So last thing you remember, you're out drinking. Now you've woken up, and here's what you hear. Hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? I doubt it. Wrists and ankles chained, gagged, probably blindfolded. You are disoriented and scared too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstance. For a little while, at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you in detail why you have been kidnapped. What's going to happen to you and how long you'll be here. I don't know the details of your capture because this tape is being created July 23rd, 1993 as a general advisory tape for future female captives. The information I'm going to give you is based on my experience dealing with captives over a period of several years. If at a future date there are no major changes in our procedures, the tape will be upgraded. Now, you are obviously here against your will totally helpless don't know where you're at don't know what's gonna happen to you you're very scared or very pissed off yeah I'm sure fuck <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm sure that you've already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose and no you can't now you're just waiting to see what's gonna happen next you probably think you're gonna be raped and you're fucking sure right about that god dude what a piece of shit our primary interest is in what you've got between your legs. You'll be raped thoroughly and repeatedly in every hole you've got. Because basically you've been snatched and brought here for us to train and use as a sex slave. Sound kind of far out? Well, I suppose it is to be uninitiated, but we do it all the time. It's going to take a lot of adjustment on your part, and you're not going to like it a fucking bit. But I don't give a big rat's ass about that. <laughs> Come on, man. It's not like... <laughs> he's a dead well, dude. dude. Fuck, yeah, he loves the Grateful Dead. Dude, he loves the Grateful Dead. He would be so pissed Shit's about it. real far out. Oh, you fags are going to hire John Mayer to sing for you? Fuck that shit. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not funny. No. It's not like you're going to have a choice about the matter. You've been taken by force, and you're going to be kept and used by force. What all this amounts to is you're going to be kept naked and chained up like an animal to be used and abused anytime we want to in any way we want to. You might as well start getting used to it because you're going to be kept here and used until such a time as we get tired of fucking around with you. And we will eventually in a month or two, maybe three, it's no big deal. <laughs> what? My lady friend and I have been keeping sex slaves for years. We both have kinky hang-ups involving rape, dungeon games, etc. What's the etc? <laughs> we found that it is extremely convenient to keep one or two female captives constantly to uh, satisfy our particular needs. We are very selective when we snatch a girl to use for these purposes. It goes without saying that you have a fine body and you're probably young, maybe very young. Because, man, gee, I don't like this. Because for our purposes, we 
prefer to snatch girls in the early to mid-teens sexually developed, but still small-bodied, scared, shitless, easy to handle, and to train. And they usually have tight little pussies and assholes. They make perfect slaves. Anytime that we go on a hunting trip and we can't find the little teenager, we usually start hitting the gay bars, looking for a well-built, big-titted lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I like this spectrum. Let's go all the way the fuck over here. Yeah, you're a big titted. I'm gonna drink. Man, let's just chug these drinks. All right, let's this. Kinda, let's this is fucked up. I hate this. I don't want to cheers to this. Chug it, man. We gotta love our lives. Trust me, it ain't getting better. All right. I thoroughly enjoy raping and screwing around with lesbians, and there's not much as much a danger as them carrying sexually transmitted disease. And I don't like using condoms. Surprise. Also, even though they're a little older, unless they've been playing with dildos a lot, they still have tight holes between their legs, like the younger girls. If we can't find a lesbian that way, you know that's a heinous myth perpetrated by a chauvinist society. Women's holes do not get worn out. They regenerate almost instantly. And I hate that this guy is this misogynistic to where he thinks that every time Susie wants to go out and get fucking pounded into oblivion, her vagina's not going to go back to the same size. It's all genetics, you fucking idiot. Obviously, you're no doctor, sir. <laughs> God damn it, man. We very seldom come back empty-handed, because there's plenty of bitches out there to choose from, and with a little practice in deception, most of them is very easy to get, with little risk. At this point, it makes little difference what category you fall into. You're here, and we're going to make the most of it. You're going to be kept in a hidden slave room. It is relatively soundproof, escape-proof, and it is completely stocked with devices and equipment to satisfy our sexual fetishes and deviations. There may or may not be another girl in the room, occasionally for variety. We like to keep two slaves at the same time. In either case, as the new girl, you'll definitely be getting the most attention for a while. Now, as I said earlier, you're going to be kept like an animal. I guess I've been doing this too long. I've been raping bitches since I was old enough to jerk off. <laughs> My infliction sucks for this. And tie little girls' hands behind their back. As far as I'm concerned, you're a pretty piece of meat to be used and exploited. I don't give a flying fuck about your mind or how you feel about this situation. You may be married. Have a kid or two. Boyfriend, girlfriend, a job, car payment. Fuck it. I don't give a rat's ass about any of that. He loves saying that. And I don't want to hear about it. It's something you're going to have to deal with after you turn loose. I make it a point to never like a slave, and I fucking sure don't have any respect for you. Here, your status is no more than one of the dogs, or of one of the animals out in the barn. Your only value to us is the fact that you have an attractive, usable body. And like the rest of our animals, you will be fed and watered, kept in good physical condition, kept reasonably clean, and allowed to use the toilet when necessary. Thanks! In return, you're going to be used hard. Especially during your first few days while you're new and fresh, you're going to be kept chained in a variety of different positions, usually with your legs or knees forced wide apart. Jesus Christ, dude. 
I, I'm, uh, I'm fucking actually disturbed. Like, yeah, man. I mean, what are you supposed to think about this? Jeez, dude. Well, we're plugging along, and I sure appreciate you guys hanging in there with us because this is something you gotta know about. I got a daughter. Yeah, man. If you got kids, fucking stay close to them. Man, make them call you. All go train jujitsu. Train jujitsu, dude. Mm. Self defense is important, man. If you got a oh. daughter, make them train jujitsu. You gotta get. I mean, look. Chances are, if you're a girl and you get good at jujitsu, you're not gonna be able to like. Nobody's raping you. Period. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna be able to like win a fight against like a 205 pound UFC champion. But the bottom line is, like we were talking about getting a hold of a cat and fucking it. It's Same so hard shit. to do. You're gonna get out. Everyone's gonna give up. <sighs> you gotta defend yourself. You gotta keep your loved ones close to you. Take care of people you know. You know, take care of the women in your life. You know, always be Absolutely. around to uh, to give them a hand when they need. Always be willing to help. Don't let them walk alone at night. Don't let them go out to a tavern drinking alone. This is the type of fucked up shit that can happen. Oh, man. So flip the tape over, please. We're back. If you got a drink, chug it right now. Your Not pussy is no, 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 no. You just want to get through this whole thing. We're gonna plug along. You gotta uh, get drunk as hell. You gotta get hammered. You gotta be able to deal with it. I'm gonna do this with you guys. You go. This again. I hate this. This is something that really happened. This guy went to prison for 225 years. I feel physically ill. I haven't read yeah, any of this. The shit's shit. a mess. Ugh. Your pussy and asshole is gonna get a real workout, especially your asshole, because I'm into animal sex. Also, both of those holes are gonna be subjected to. A lot of use with some rather large dildos, among <laughs> other things. <laughs> and it goes without saying, there's going to be a lot of oral sex on numerous occasions. You're going to be forced to suck cock and eat pussy until your jaws ache and your tongue is sore. It sounds like Phil Anselmo. You may not like it, but you're fucking sure going to do it. And that's the easy part. Our fetishes and hangups include stringent bondage, dungeon games, a little sadism, nothing serious. What? No, what do you mean, nothing serious? Oh, yeah, this is G. I think this is as serious as it gets, pal. No, but uncomfortable and sometimes painful. Just a few little hang-ups that we like to use when we're getting off on a bitch. <laughs> if you're a young teeny bopper and ignorant about fetishes and deviations, you're about to get an enlightening crash course in sex. Who knows? You may like some of it. This is always the sick fucking fantasy that people have. They always think that when... This guy's a Christian, dude. Yeah. He's oh, a Christian, yeah. oh, yeah. Because they always think when you bring it to life and you bring it to somebody that, oh, they're going to love it because here we are in coitus. What a piece of shit. It happens occasionally. If we want to take the time and trouble, even under these conditions, most bitches can be brought to orgasm. Now, I've already told you you're going to be here about a month or two or maybe three if you keep us turned on if it's up to my lady we keep you indefinitely she says it's just as much fun and less risky but personally i like variety a fresh pussy now and then to play with we take four or five different girls each year depending on our urges and sometimes accidentally encounters Basically, I guess we are like predators. We are always looking. Occasionally, some sweet little thing will be broke down on the side of the road, walking, bicycling, jogging, anytime an opportunity. I don't think I'm going to read all this, dude. It just goes on and on and on. It's, it's the just, same shit. It's ugh. so fucking long, dude. And he's just saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah, we're going to cut this off. So, I mean, dude, this guy has got two sides to a tape. Long story short, 
he fucking you got the gist of it. They kidnap. He's so he's he's now you know he's got a crew of people working with him. One, his daughter, she tried to turn him in in 1983. Now think about we heard on the first part of that tape that it, he made that master recording in 1993. And you say he's been raping women for years. In 1983, his daughter called the FBI and said, "Hey, my dad is torturing women." and selling them into sex slavery in Mexico. The FBI said that it was too nonspecific of a thing to convict him for anything. And they just let it go. I mean, it's his fucking daughter. Did you, did, did, shouldn't you listen to that? And get this, by the time it's all said and done with, his daughter is helping him out. Wow. She's part of the gang, and he's got uh, this, he's had three girlfriends involved in the mix. Uh, one of them. How do you find three girls? Dude, that know that shit. I have no idea. This guy is obviously a fucking smooth talker. I can't find. I, I can't find not one to eat my butt. You <laughs> gotta find three to do all that I don't shit. Think any of these girls, to be fair, would have eaten your butt. Hey, I fucking. Listen, I can get that thing squeaky clean. Yeah, let's not talk about your asshole right now. <laughs> Come on, buddy. <laughs> let's hit the buddy butt talk. Um, dude, but yeah, so he's got this main girlfriend where he's talking about he's going to have the girl with him. So you're going to have to eat pussy till your jaw breaks, like Phil Anselmo always says. She's going to be in the room. She went to prison with him. I think she got locked up for 100 years. His daughter got like four years because she helped lure women and torture them. They would hang out in this tavern, like I was saying, drug you pull you in and then play the tape for you. And, uh, you know, he said, it, I didn't want to read that far in the thing because he just keeps saying the same crazy shit over and over again. Part of that, what he's doing, is that he's he knows a lot about MK Ultra mind control. And it says in that letter that he likes fucking with their brains and that they won't remember things. So remember how I was telling you earlier that they only had three girls that could testify to what had happened and there are no bodies? Well, one of those girls, the FBI contacted her because she was at that tavern. And the people at the tavern remembered her leaving with him. And they called her up, and she was talking to the FBI, and she said that she thought that what she was thinking about him and the things that happened were just nightmares. She didn't physically remember it happening to her. Which I can imagine from, like, a lot of trauma. Yeah, yeah. You know, your brain would just shut off and go into a weird place. But they on the letter it says that they would pump them full of psychedelic drugs, basically special K and opiates, and fuck with their brains and tell them it didn't happen, it's all a dream, and so that would cause them to think like basically what she thought that it was all a bad dream, and they would turn them loose, or he would sell them into sex slavery in Mexico. So they think he is responsible for killing over sixty women. Now victims of this type of thing that he did has got to be in the hundreds. Because, remember, his daughter tried to turn him in for selling women into sex slavery in 1983. This tape got made in 1993, and he didn't get caught until 1999. So think about how long that span is. He told his first wife that when he was 12 years old that he fucking raped and kidnapped a girl. As soon, like he said in the thing, as soon as he could get his hands on one, I mean, he just had a sick fantasy that women were nothing more than like a thing for him. Except certain ones who would help him along, but they had that same type of ideology. So he was, and he loved to brainwash people. That was his shit. He was into MK Ultra, obviously the Grateful Dead. He loved to just trip <laughs> out and get people on a weird trip, man, and just bring them along into some crazy shit. And it worked for him, so he had this whole fucking psychotic thing set up. And it's crazy how it all worked out, because he's out in the desert, in the middle of nowhere. So where they found his trailer at, 
is like 35 miles away from anything. So he knew the exact location. He worked on in the park, so he could always be there. It wouldn't ever be suspicious for him to be there. He's out in the middle of nowhere, scoops him up, takes it to this trailer where he's got everything he likes to fucking fuck around with, leaves him out there, and just fucking... It's crazy. This is one of the most cross-the-T, dot-the-I killers ever. I'm fucking disturbed. Yeah, a lot dude. of people don't know about him. No, man, that this is... This is almost more disturbing than Albert Fish. Mm, yeah, but no. <laughs> oh, no, man. Albert Fish's letter writing was the uh, creme de la creme, I think. But yeah, so he... Uh... <laughs> Let's... You read that? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Good for podcasts. <laughs> Let's read but yeah, yeah, no, that's probably is what happened. He fucking flipped the old taperoo. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so side one and side two just goes on forever. I mean, at this point, you're just hoping that he'll finally come in there and fuck you instead of having to listen to this stupid goddamn tape anymore. Yeah. All right, we get it. We're bound and gagged. You're going to torture us. Your dog's going to fuck us. Can we please stop listening to this tape? Oh, man. Yeah, and I mean, it's just fucking How long? so much to unpack. How long did the dog serve? <laughs> oh, oh, man. I couldn't tell you the information for that, but what happened with the dog is that supposedly he would invite his whole crew over, and he had it set up to where he had this wooden device, and it was in a cage, and he had uh, one particular dog that was into the act, and he would fucking put the dog up, and the dog would go for it, man. I mean, it's fucked up, dude. I don't, you know, and so he, uh, they found his diary, so basically, you know, he, he gets arrested and, of course, denies everything, which is, you know, we, we see patterns with certain serial killers where you have a lot of serial killers who are, like, totally deranged out of it, like your Jeffrey Dahmer, your Albert, well, Albert Fish didn't want to admit this, like, Jeffrey Dahmer, he'll tell you everything, right up front, right away, no beating around the bush, just flat out, here's what I've been doing. I've been drilling holes in people's brains and putting scrambling juice in there to make him a love pig. This dude tried to deny everything. He's on the other end. He is more Albert Fishlight because he doesn't want to cop up to what he's done. You know, he wants to fucking try to ride it out, get out of it, find a way to prove he's innocent or whatever. Like, oh, man, that trailer's just out there, dude. It's just fucking got nothing to do with me type of shit. So he rides this court case as far as he can. He gets 225 years because I guess New Mexico's not doing the death penalty. He dies of a heart attack. The bummer about him, died, he died of a heart attack in 2001. He had promised to the authorities that he would take them and show them where he was keeping the bodies because they wanted to, you know, give people closure and find out. Because, you know, it's like there's so many fucking missing people's cases. And in a national park, did you know that, like, they don't have a registry of missing people in national parks? Oh, yeah, man. Cool. It was the missing 411 with the Bigfoot sightings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's that giant book, The Missing 411, but this is just a Sasquatch, dude. You know what I mean? That book's like 400 bucks, too, on fucking Yeah, Amazon. I want to read it, but I, I can't do afford too, it. Jesus Christ. But, yeah, he's just out there sassing. That's a Sasquatch. You just fucking... That's the guy that Sasquatch yeah, people, Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. You just try to take a hike, and then here he is. Sucking them up, but uh, yeah, I mean, national parks. If you get lost there, they don't keep a registry. I mean, there's over 400 people a year, right? They get yeah. fucking lost in national parks, and they're just like, well, <laughs> whoopsie daisy. And this is, certainly falls under that because all <laughs> these women were at a tavern inside a national park when they disappeared. So who the fuck knows? I mean, he had the perfect setup. 
And but they want to, you know, they wanted to find the remains and get in contact with families and set things straight like you do when you unpack a giant fucking murder like this. And they never got the chance to because he died of a heart attack. So there's a lot of unsolved mysteries out there in New Mexico and elephant butt New Mexico. <laughs> Lots of bones in the desert. Lots of bones in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think at a time like this when we've gone through this heavy shit, we deserve a treat. A reminder of our good friend, Tony. The Bologna Pony. Yeah. <laughs> He'd probably suck you off. Uh, you want to fire up your lyrics, buddy? Yeah, man. And, of course, uh, you know, if you're tuning into Facebook Live, that's much appreciated. And uh, we're going to give you a shout-out after we're done with the official podcast recording. Yeah, we'll just give you a shout-out on the podcast. Who cares? We're fucking not pros. Let me scrabble scroll through here. If you're watching Facebook Live and you see a uh, change in video, don't worry about it. We're just looking up who to shout out. Um, so, you know, I figured out audio-wise, as we're learning, we're eight episodes in, we're figuring this whole thing out, that I put the song at the end. Yeah. And so before that, Buddy will read lyrics to the death metal song that applies to the uh, crimes we're talking about. In this sure. particular episode, we are dealing with uh, death via bestiality. So we picked Torso Fuck, like we told you earlier. Raised by idiots. And Buddy's going to give you the lyrics right now, and then we'll uh, play the song after that. And in between the two, I'm going to give everybody that hung out with us on Facebook Live a sweet shout-out. I was visiting in Africa two months ago. My goal was to see all the wild animals. Most excited I was when I came close to elephants. They were so big and somehow so scary. Something happened when I snapped the picture. Three elephants surrounded me. One of them ripped all of my clothes off. Second elephant came on me and started to spread my buttocks. With its huge truck... I screamed in agony when I felt it started to shove up my ass. Third elephant forced me to take its giant cock in my mouth. I sucked like a whore while I was ass-fucked by elephant trunk. After all, it wasn't too bad at all. It took me only about ten minutes and cock in my mouth started to come. An extremely huge load of elephant sperm filled my throat and spurted all over my face. I was completely fucked up, but elephants had one more thing to do. All three of them huffed and puffed shits on me. Then they left me alone with my ripped asshole. I'll never go to Africa again. Oh, my God. Torso fuck. All right, shout out time. Stan. How do you say his last name? Luzinski. Hey, man, if you guys are in Arkansas, I think it's Saturday. At Tomorrow. Vino. Yeah, man. Y'all go check out his band, Terminal Nation. They're doing a release show. Good-ass band. Great band. Stan Lewinsky, Mark Sniff, Brian Sean Lewis, Andy McMillan, Oleg Taktorov. Man, I'm fucking honored. <laughs> Who you may remember <laughs> from. I'm fucking honored, dude. He probably blew that Russian dude's mind. <laughs> or excuse me. No, he's fuck, Russian, fuck dude. Fuck ski animals. I fuck ski animals all the time. Siberian Huskies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy McMillan, Brett Brock, Dave Talent, Randall Lynch, Isaac Daniel. What's up, buddy? 
uh, Wesley Baxter, haven't heard that name in a while, Buddy's Sweet Things, Samantha Tryon, William Earl, and that too, saw it's a Friday night, no one gives a fuck about Facebook Live on no. a Friday uh yeah so that's the podcast this week i'm sorry <laughs> about what <laughs> about putting them through all that it was rough thanks that's what we're all about here at uh, death metal detective <laughs> being rough <laughs> being rough being gross you know we love murders death metal and we like to equate the two that's basically our hobby so we've turned it into this beautiful podcast for you we need some art <laughs> we need art bad yeah we want to get these things on iTunes so we can fucking get some ratings and reviews and things like that so if you know someone who does death metal art please send them our way because I've seen a few things and I don't think we got anything jiving quite yet uh Maybe. Yeah, maybe, man. There's a guy I'm talking to on Facebook. He seems like he'd be legit, but, you know, All we're right. still open. Okay, well, we'll wrap it up. That is the Bestiality episode, and we'll see you fucking creeps next week on Get Metal Dukes. Build a sigil between you and Satan and realize your goals and dreams. <laughs>